When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just felt really good about us converting and uh, getting our momentum and and not letting them play long ball. You know, they were bleeding the clock out. That's what they do. And I wanted to get the upper hand back, you know. And it's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know. I get that. But I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. I, I want to give Dan Campbell a hug, which would be really funny because it was really actually that was not lost on me either. The the the, the, the dichotomy there of the uh, the music, uh, the juxtaposition of the music up against the D- Dan Campbell there. I'd love to give him a hug, which would be. A hilarious visual because he's like a foot taller yes. than me, which would be really right, you'd great. Be hugging his belly button is essentially what. But we're uh, but man, like don't you, don't you want to give this guy a hug? Isn't he the most like sincere? He's he's the best. I feel terrible for him. Like the video clip of him with his arm around Teddy Bridgewater walking out of the stadium. Bridgewater is going to retire. This guy is just he's the best. I I would love like we talk about. We talked just off air just now about how insane fan bases can be. And I, I brought up last week on the show that locally here, the conversation is, should the Giants or Jets fire Brian Dable and Robert Sala, respectively, to hire Bill Belichick? I'm like, well, the Jets maybe, but Rodgers would never let you do it. The Giants, why would you do that? I would, if Dan Campbell hit the market, I would like drive to pick him up and bring him to coach the Giants, like send Brian Dable packing. I think Dan Campbell's the absolute best. I'm going to tell you, the, the lengths to which I think that coming up in a second. We got a great show coming your way. Ken and I have not yet gotten into together Super Bowl 58. Early thoughts on the Chiefs and the Niners. Ken's got some amazing, amazing angles lined up for this game, which we likely won't do a ton this week, but next week is going to be an extravaganza of bets and content live from Las Vegas, and it is going to be masterful, and I can't wait for it. So we'll talk side in total today. I'll give some early prop thoughts that I feel like really, really good about, really strong about at this point in the process. Great guests will join us throughout. We'll give you all our bets to close the show, uh, Power Hour, in the final hour. But right now, look, uh, Ken started the show, and he's right. He knows me really well. He knows Championship Sunday happens. Really, any NFL Sunday happens, and and, and I got to get a microphone. I got to talk. I got to talk to someone. I got to share my opinions, and it can't just be with the keyboard or on my phone on social media. I have been marinating. I have been simmering for a while now, waiting to give my thoughts on the air about Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions and about you, you idiots out there who criticize Dan Campbell. And we're going to do it right now with this edition of He's a Slap. So here's what's going to happen right now. We're going to take aim at the morons out there. The antiquated Old world, living in 1988, living in the past, the morons out there that are begging, 
and pleading like pathetic child losers. Oh, please, Dan Campbell, please send out the field goal unit, please. Please, what am I going to tell my child that he went for it on fourth and... What am I going to tell little Billy on fourth and three? Dan Campbell went for the first down to try and win the NFC title. Then he didn't send out the money badger, that loser Michael Badgley. Oh, my God, please, Dan, please, because that's what... When I was a child, that's what I grew up watching. That's what Tom Landry would have done. Send out the field goal unit, you idiots. And to all the people out there that think Dan Campbell's the reason that the Lions didn't win the NFC Championship game, let's give no credit, by the way, to the badass historic team on the other side, the 49ers. It's Dan Campbell's fault that the Lions didn't win the NFC Championship. And I'm going to take aim first and foremost at the and I tweeted this on Sunday and it's obviously an exaggeration because there are some really dark corners of the internet but I want for me in the in the, in the world that I exist in which is basically like sports and things that make me smile the darkest corner of the internet is take the points Twitter the people that log on to social media and beg and plead with every fiber of their being, people that would sacrifice their firstborns for coaches to send out the field goal unit, to, hook, to hashtag take the points, as if like it's like an app on your phone, like the take the points app. It's like fourth and two from the 31. You log on to the app and you click the button, take the points, and on the scoreboard, you get three points. There are points in front of you, physically, on a table. And when you decide to take the points, you just take them. The points are there to be taken. You take them. You get three points. You know, there's no field goal unit. You don't actually have to kick it. You don't have to snap it. It doesn't have to get blocked. It doesn't have to miss. You just get the points. You get them. You take the The points are there, and you take them. Take the points. Take them. It, but and, and for these people... There can be no Jake Moody's. There can be no Tyler Bass. How'd that go for Buffalo? I'm not saying Buffalo should have gone for 44 yards. Should be, according to all the social media geniuses, 44 yards is like a chip, an 18-yard field goal, right? Wrong. What about Scott Norwood or Mike Vanderjat or other loser kickers in big spots that can't make the big one? No. In the eyes of the take the points crowd, they're all Adam Vinatieri. Everybody is Harrison Butker. They're all Lawrence Tynes. You can't possibly be Cody Parkey. Double doink. You can't possibly be Norwood. Wide right. You can't possibly be Vanderjet. Ball comes off the foot and you know immediately it's going 30 yards off. They're all Vinatieri. And when you take the points, you just get them. Or, and hear me out, you don't. You don't just get them. You, the, Michael Badgley sucks in that range as a kicker. You don't think the Lions know that? Now, look, we can have a conversation and criticize why is he on the Lions roster. Also, like, why is Brett Maher the Rams kicker and the lesser Carlson brother kicking for the Packers? Like, there's a big, maybe there's a place kicking issue in the National Football League. I don't know. All I know is, like, the, the money badger. Like, that's really, like, that's what you fools want. You take the points, idiots. You want the line. Dan Campbell's been coaching this team for three years. The entire goddamn identity has been going forward on fourth down, going forward and being aggressive in the big spot. You want the money badger out there deciding whether or not you go to the Super Bowl. So he goes forward on fourth down. I bet the Lions in the game to win. I loved it. 
I wanted them to go. I was pissed he didn't go for it at the end of the first half. Put the foot on the damn throat. Go win the game. Is it Dan Campbell's fault that on fourth and two, Josh Reynolds, who had one of the loserific games of all time, and look, he stood up like a man in the postgame. He took responsibility. Is it his fault that Josh Reynolds can't guess, catch a wide open pass on fourth and two? Is it his fault that Josh Reynolds drops a pass later in the game on third down, though, to have extended a drive for the Lions? Is it his fault that a ball bounced off Kendall Vildor's face mask, Voldemort, Avada Kedavra, that dude, get him out of here. It's Bellaramius right into the hands of Brandon Ayuk. Is it Dan Campbell's fault that Jameer Gibbs put the ball on the ground? No. It's not Campbell's fault. It's an unfortunate series of events. This team got deeply, deeply unlucky to win. And for everyone that wants to talk about momentum, oh, momentum's a real thing in football. You get the field goal to gain the momentum. What about 27-24 49ers when the Lions went for it on fourth and three and, like, actually, like, the Niners called a great defensive play. But, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, all the momentum people. So I'll ask you, momentum morons, M squared, who had the momentum at that point in the game? The Lions or the Niners? What happens if Dan Campbell decides, you know what, we're going to send the money badger out there to try and tie the game. Let's say that Michael Badgley makes the kick and the game's tied at 27. Who still has the momentum in the game? Who's about to get the ball and go right down the field? But do you think the Lions defense was ever stopping San Francisco again? I'll answer the question if you don't know. No. They weren't. Dan Campbell correctly knew. We need to score a touchdown here. That's how you get momentum. That's how it happens. You score touchdowns. Look, Dan Campbell's not without faults in this game. I think you should have gone for the touchdown at the end of the first half. That one's debatable. And the run on third and goal and then the timeout, it's, I mean, that is as inexplicable. That's as terrible as it gets. And I love Dan Campbell. I want him to be the head coach of my favorite team. That is like zero out of ten. That's like Joe Judge level horrific. Like Hugh Jackson, Freddie Kitchens level horrific. Running on third down. Because then you have to get the onside kicker. The game's over. So look, like it wasn't all good for Dan Campbell. That was absolutely terrible. But the people that want to suggest that the Lions lost this game because Dan Campbell's been doing what Dan Campbell's always done. Players got to execute. And if you bet the 49ers to win the game, I guarantee you wanted to see Michael Badgley come out there to kick. You didn't want the Lions to go for it. And that should just be the answer to all the questions. And that's how you know what Dan Campbell did was right. So for all the people out there that think, oh, well, you know, Chuck Knoll would have sent out the field goal unit. The late, great Marty Schottenheimer would have sent out the field goal unit. Oh, how, how could we, in 1978, this never would have happened? Great. Turn in your cell phone. Stop using the internet. Put on your bell bottoms. Go listen to disco. Pop in the Madonna vinyl. Go back to the 70s and 80s and leave us the hell alone. It's 2024. We've come too far for this nonsense. And I will close by saying this. F field goals. Touchdowns forever, mother effer. So out, you're out there and you think Campbell screwed this up? Joke's on you, loser. You're the slap. Let's go, Lions. All right. All and right. now I think I'm good. Yeah, that was good. Gotta get, you got to get it out of your system. That was, that was, uh, that was a good one. I was... Uh, to your point about like if you bet the Niners, like what were you hoping for? Like when you know when Campbell's faced with that decision, go three possessions or not. I watched. Uh, I wanted to rewatch the NFL Films version of the Chiefs Super Bowls, including the first game against the Niners, just to like have them in my brain. We're going to talk about them a lot the next couple of weeks. And in the in the first meeting between the Chiefs and the Niners a few years ago, uh, there's a like a really key play in the game where the Chiefs are down by the goal line. 
and it's uh, fourth down. It's like fourth and one, fourth and two, whatever, at like the five-yard line. And there's like a decision about whether to go for it or not. And Mahomes is like trying to talk Andy Reid into going for it or not. Andy Reid relents. Mahomes is like, give me my helmet and like goes on the field. And they, they call a play called Rose Bowl Parade. And it's where they all like spin at the same time. This like the it's like a direct snap, and it like ends up working. Uh, Damian Williams, I think, gets a first down inside the five. But to your point about the Niners and what you were rooting for, George Kittle is on the opposite sideline, and there's a they catch him basically being like, "What are they doing?" He goes, "Oh, they're going for it." Oh no! <laughs> like it just like to like to your point, that's what the other team say. Like if the other team says, "Oh no," when you do that, then you probably did the right thing. If the other team that wants to win the game and beat you is like, oh, they're going for it. That's like the right thing to do. That's unfortunate. So just to your point, like the players, I think, kind of feel that way, too. I, <laughs> You're speechless. <laughs> I just, it's just, it was just really frustrating because I feel like he did everything that I love that a coach does. And, you know, and it was kind of the same thing, and I'm not trying to, like, draw a parallel between Campbell and Staley and Brandon Staley. Like, I, I promise that's not what this is. But it sucks when, like, I loved year one Brandon Staley. And, Ken, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like you liked maybe not every decision, like some of the well, stuff you maybe in, like, man. the— You were all in, but I, 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 I like that kind of—I like, uh, like, aggression is what everybody always says, but then, like, that's kind of the way people talk about it now. It's, like, optimization, I guess is the word everyone uses. Like, like the, the perfect, like, whatever the best decision is in the moment. And, and so, like, the worst—was the, the, there—what was the one state—the Ravens? That's the game that, like, turned everybody, right? Well, no, I think it was—it's it's the the Raiders game in Week 18 when he went for it on, like, fourth oh, and one right. for, like, their own 19 and didn't was get it. Was the Ravens it. game where he did it a lot, too, though, and they got smashed in the game? Didn't they the, lose uh, No, I think— yeah. The Raven, the Ravens game, I think, was a good one because they went down a lot early, and then he went for it on like every fourth down right. to try and get back into the but game. It, like it snowballed. Like he kept doing it in more and more ridiculous situations because the goal is to win the game. I remember that game happening. You're right about the Week 18 game, though. That was definitely that's like probably from a media standpoint what did it for him. It just it just sucks because it's like it just becomes results based analysis, right? right? Where I I think before the fourth down, no matter whether they get it or not. I bet Detroit to win the game. I was like, I love this decision. I love it, whether they get it or they don't. And can't you see, right? Like, can't you see? If if the, if Josh Reynolds catches that pass, and maybe the Lions end up kicking a field goal on the drive. Like, the whole point is, you get a first down so you can maybe score a touchdown, bleed time off the clock, and now it becomes a more manageable kick. You know, because you're closer. Like, if... If, if they get that first down, and let's even say they don't score a touchdown, they kick a field goal, they go up by 17, is anyone saying, wow, that was a terrible decision, you should have taken the points? Like, no no one is saying it. Nobody. Like, fourth and three, down by three, he goes for it, they get the first down, they go on to score a touchdown, everyone's like, wow, what a decision by Dan Campbell. It's just, it's results-based analysis, and it sucks when you feel like a guy does the right thing and just because you do the right thing doesn't mean this is life. Like, life's not fair. You make the right decision, sometimes you don't get the best result. And then because of that, like, you are judged, in my opinion, unfairly. And that, like, ate me up after the game ended on Sunday. Not just because, yeah. like, I lost my bet, but I felt like, I honestly felt like, to quote Ric Flair, I feel like it was a miscarriage of justice. Sure. But you, you make a... <laughs> You make the right decision and get the wrong result. That's uh, that sounds like what the entire night of NFL honors is going to be for me next week. That sounds really good. <laughs> that sounds good. Oh, Tyree Kill, eh, Stefanski, eh. 
comeback player of the year. I think there's some wiggle room, but there's a couple of those where it's like, yeah, oh, you could get it back. You would you do it again? Yeah, for ten times more. <laughs> that's yeah, the, that's the rough part. Yeah, so but thank, thank God it wasn't ten times more as it turns All out. All right. On the other side, some Super Bowl 58, a little bit more from Championship Sunday. We're just getting started here on a Tuesday. Nick and Ken, you better, you bet. We'll be right back with You Better, You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.